When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to a Celtic State of Mind, I'm Paul John Dykes and today we're going for another wander round paradise. Can we do it at a wet and cold Celtic Park on a Monday morning? We're about to find out. Um, I think over the weekend there was a real good test against Wolves and there's loads to learn from games like that. You know, going into the pre-season, the two games in Portugal were all about fitness and then the two games in Japan for me were all about assessment. It may have been originally a brand exercise but after Brendan Rodgers came into the club, it was all about assessing the squad. These next two games, Wolves and then Athletic Club of Bilbao, will be here tomorrow night for the James Forrest testimonial. For me, are all about fine-tuning the starting 11. It will give us a much better idea of who Brendan Rodgers fancies in the starting 11 and who may actually be leaving the building as well. So, what about some of the positives against Wolves? Straight off the bat, I thought Kyogo looked sensational. He's, you know, picked up from where he left off last season. He's got two campaigns under his belt as a Celtic player scoring 50 goals. And uh, the goal that he scored against Wolves was brilliant. It was clinical. And he could have scored another one. Celtic could have been 3-0 up at half-time. And for me, I think he's already uh, shown us that season three uh, is going to be one whereby he's going to continue being a prolific goal scorer for Celtic. And also, he needs to step up, I think, for the Champions League as well. I think he's got it in his cannon to do that and I'm looking forward to seeing him at that particular level um, another player that really impressed me was Leela Bada. we've spoken about Abada a few times over the last few weeks and uh, we know that Brendan Rodgers has had a sit down chat uh, which was very positive with Abada. some of us expected him perhaps to be uh, fleeing the nest I would have expected him before Jota however we know where we are now Jota's left and it's time for Abada to step out of his shadows I think he's doing it I know it's only pre-season but see against Wolves he looked really really confident going down the right hand side he was involved in most of the chances that we created there was a moment actually where he gets the ball out left and he shows his confidence he brings the ball down he nutmegs the right back and I just thought that we've seen a, an Abada in pre-season that may be able to take it a wee bit further 
under Brendan Rodgers and he's a player that I am so keen to keep a hold of. The other areas of the park that I found very interesting were of course the centre-half partnership of Stephen Welsh and Liam Scales, both players who I have said previously I would allow to leave the club and I thought they played really well. They were solid at the back. Stephen Welsh under the radar, nice and confident, nothing fancy, very tidy performance. But Liam Scales for me was the best defender on the park. I thought that every single challenge that was thrown at him, he managed to deal with that. He probably realises that um, his football will be played elsewhere next season, be that permanently and on a, or on a temporary basis at a club like Aberdeen. But Liam Scales did his chances no harm um, of staying at Celtic Park after that performance. The other two performances uh, were the introductions of our two new signings, Yang and Kwon. Now, often what happens with a new signing, they'll come in, it's below the radar, they play a nice, tidy, safe game of football. But what I found about the, the two South Koreans is basically they wanted to make an impression straight off the bat. And that's exactly what they did. I thought both of them gave a good account of themselves. And I'm not saying for a moment they're going to be starters for Celtic. Not immediately anyway. But when they do get an opportunity like they did at the weekend, if they can play like that, then it'll give Brendan Rodgers something to think about. I think both players look like they've been good additions to the squad. They've really bolstered the squad. And what about that penalty decision? We as Celtic fans are used to that kind of thing. I don't think it took the shine off a decent workout and a decent performance. And it's given Brendan Rodgers a lot to think about moving into our final pre-season game, which of course will be here at Celtic Park tomorrow night. In front of over 50,000 fans, we'll be playing Athletic Club of Bilbao. And that will be for James Forrest's testimonial. And I'm really looking forward to the challenge that that poses as well. It's wonderful to hear that an estimated 50,000 plus Celtic supporters will be here tomorrow night to celebrate the career and the achievements of James Forrest. James Forrest is going into his 15th season as a Celtic player. And I think that, you know, tomorrow when you look at the attendance, it will show you just how, you know, dear to our hearts a player like James is. It's the modern game. He's a one club man. That's very rare. But on Friday night, I was with another player who was awarded a testimonial. I was with Roy Aiken at uh, Barazan Design for a Celtic State of Mind Live. And Roy doesn't do these public appearances all that often. So it was very interesting to hear his thoughts on Celtic during his time at the club and also the Celtic of the modern day as well. He was brilliant, a great orator and a great ambassador for Celtic Football Club. But one thing that Roy Aiken said that really stuck with me was that when Ange Postecoglou was at the club, he spoke about a mentality, a mantra, we never stop. But Roy Aiken said that he was part of teams, you know, going as far back as the 10 men winning the league side of 1979, that already had that in their makeup. You know, he said it was a feature of Celtic sides in the past. And who will forget, of course, the centenary season when we scored so many late goals. There were so many late comebacks, uh, none more so than the Scottish Cup final when Frank McAvenny scored a double to beat Dundee United. So Roy Aiken spoke very highly of James Forrest and I'm looking forward to seeing just how full Celtic Park is tomorrow night and hopefully we'll get a wee bit better weather as well for James Forrest to celebrate the fact that uh, you know he's been at the club for 15 years and also charity is going to benefit and that is very very important so well done to Jamesy for that Brendan Rodgers was asked about transfer dealings and he said that there is still business to be done in this pre-season but it will probably be done after the Ross County game and I can understand that so now we're looking at what is our strongest 11 
and where do we need to strengthen? I think, you know, we're okay at right back now. I really do. I think that Awata has given us another option. So Johnson is undoubtedly the first choice, but with Tony Ralston and Awata behind him, we're pretty well covered there. In terms of the goalkeepers, I'm still happy with Joe Hart, but I'm not happy with his backups in Scott Bain and Benji Segrist. And I think that if we are going to get a goalkeeper in, we'd be as well bringing someone in who's going to challenge the number one rather than just be a bench warmer. So I do expect us to be doing some business in relation to the goalkeeper position. The left back is very similar for me because I think that um, I'm pretty happy with Greg Taylor. Um, however, his backup in Burnaby uh, for me isn't strong enough so far. He might prove us wrong. And I think that we do need to strengthen at left back for the same reason that we need to strengthen in, in the goalkeeper position. Left wing, you know, I've, I've made my feelings known about this already. Maeda is a brilliant left winger, but you, you go to his next option, Haksabanovic, Johnston, or Forrest out of position. And I think there's a drop in standard. So I still want a left winger. I'm quite happy with the midfield. And I've got to say, I think it's been bolstered the squad with the arrivals of some of the new signings as well. Home, of course, made an appearance um, at the weekend, uh, as did Juan. And I think that, you know, they bolstered the squad sufficiently at this stage. Unless something was to present itself to us, uh, or indeed we were to lose a player, which I really don't want to happen. And I think that's the same situation at centre-half. We've got six centre-halves now. And unless we lose one of the first picks, I don't see us strengthening further in that area. Up top, you know, it's not a priority, but I think that uh, if an opportunity arises and we are able to bring in another striker to bolster that area as well, then we will do it. Now, some sadness over the weekend as well. Uh, two Celtic men passed away. Uh, Benny Rooney, his father, of course, was Bob Rooney, who was part of that incredible backroom team with Jock Steen, who conquered Europe. He was uh, listed as a physiotherapist. Celtic players uh, under his watchful eye will tell you that he had nothing more than a heat lamp, but he was a very, very important part of that team was Bob. And his son, of course, Benny, he signed for Celtic. He went on to make a real name for himself at Greenock Morton, and he later managed Morton, playing a really good brand of entertaining football. It's a really good side that he built there. So thoughts and prayers with Benny Rooney's family and friends as well. And somewhere a wee bit closer to home as well, David Potter. Now, David Potter has written more books on Celtic than anybody else in the history of the club. He truly was a historian, was David, um, and an author. And he was also someone who was something of a mentor for anyone who was up and coming in the terms of Celtic history, of Celtic literature. And he was always there to help. He helped me massively with uh, at least three of my books. And he's in the acknowledgement section because of that. He was always on the other end of a phone. And I was really, really sad to hear of David's passing over the weekend. Thoughts and prayers truly are with David's friends and family at this sad, sad time. Because I'll tell you, within his own realm, he was one of the best. I mean, something else that I think we, we need to talk about as well in relation to Celtic and where we are as a football club is the women's team. Uh, they got off to a disappointing start against Rangers in the Glasgow Cup final. Um, it was a late goal, it was a cruel way for that to end. But unfortunately, they lost the Glasgow Cup uh, to our fiercest rivals, Rangers, and it's not a great start. But what I would say is the game itself, I didn't feel, was all that well advertised, you know? We didn't hear about it. Uh, they didn't send us any information on at the club. So that's something that I think needs to improve as we move forward throughout the season. And one other bit of news was the fact that uh, there has been uh, a cup draw already, quarter-finals of the League Cup. We are the reigning champions of that particular tournament 
we are the cup holders and we'll be defending it um, at Rugby Park for the quarter-final against Kilmarnock. There's not a great deal you can say at this moment in time about that particular game. We'll see how Kilmarnock fare in their first few competitive games in the league. Uh, but Celtic will certainly be travelling through to Kilmarnock for that game as well. And I'm pretty sure, you know, that Brendan Rodgers will be looking to maintain the domestic dominance um, that uh, has started under Martin O'Neill all those years ago, 23 years ago. And it continued through managers like Brendan himself and Hans Postecoglou last season. So it's a very important trophy. You know, it's not something that um, I, I would ever belittle. I think it's a very important trophy. And if you want to maintain that standard that we have set over a number of seasons, then we need to go into that game all guns, you know, firing. And I think by that time we will, because um, the only reason I believe that we haven't been as active in the transfer market as we might have been is simply due to the change in manager. That's all it's came down to. So there's a period of assessment that wouldn't have been there previously. Uh, but I think that now we're fine-tuning against Wolves and against Athletic Club of Bilbao uh, tomorrow night here at Celtic Park. And by that time, it will be a wee bit clearer as to what the starting lineup will be against Ross County. Uh, Celtic State of Mind, we go out every single weekday, so 12.30. Subscribe to the channel on YouTube, hit the not notifications bell, and I'll see you again tomorrow at 12.30 on a Celtic State of Mind. Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.